Welcome to Red Zone DFS. We are here missing one leg of the tripod here for probably good reasoning, right, Jim? Yeah, you know, Joe uh, welcomed his first child into the world uh, today. So, yeah, he's uh, preoccupied with some other things. He was still ripping showdown lineups from the hospital. So he's he's definitely in, but... Uh, we were we were trying rip, to get the live stream going from the Wi-Fi, but uh, was not rip, happening. Rip ripping a podcast uh, in the hospital, <laughs> you know. Even if you're newborn like, crying, well, even if you're like in the waiting room and you're like talking about like you know, do I play Mahomes or not this <laughs> week? And someone's like, you know, parent or loved one is like maybe passing away or like just got in a car accident. Like it's probably and they like turn around like. Dude, what are you talking about right We're, now? Like, get the fuck out of here. We, we don't we don't like to consider ourselves the moral police here, but we do have a little bit of like <laughs> you know self awareness. You know, you know, it's you know, this is definitely not the woke cast, that's for sure. But I mean, we'll have a little honest. awareness of you know some other people and stuff. So keep, you know, it is around the holidays. Keep it classy a little bit, you know. So uh, exactly, Laheim uh, to Joey. Yep. And Absolutely. Uh, his wife and uh, and little Ace, little Ace. So, yeah, man, we are on to <coughs> week thirteen here. It's uh pretty sad. I mean, I did my last college football pod of the year today. Uh, we're the season's just winding down. You know, it's flying. Uh, You're gonna have to pick. There's gonna be some good like showdown slates and stuff like that. You're gonna well, have to rip on one of those. At least NFL, we get the playoffs. Like we get some of those like you know semi main slates. But you know the the season is winding down. So for us to hit that big one, it's uh, time is a ticking. So let's uh, let's try to make it happen this week. Would uh start like we always do up top at quarterback. Kind of let's say above that seventy four hundred dollar mark. Who do you like? So. I mean, I know we were just talking before the pod. I don't like anybody above 7,400. Yeah, um, it's tough. I, I mean, obviously, I like Mahomes. Yeah. Right? Um, and I don't think that you can ignore what Jalen Hurts is doing on the ground. It's insane, um, man. But, I, I mean, I think Tennessee's got a pretty decent defense, and I don't think that he's going to be able to just run at will like he was doing and have 130 yards in the first half. Yeah. Um, I I actually think Philadelphia is going to lose this game outright. So from a betting perspective, um, you can take the spread or, I mean, it's like five and a half, which I don't know where – I don't know where Phil. I know they're like have one loss, but I don't know where they come off laying five and a half, six to Tennessee. When it's just a, their, when they it, like, yeah. I don't know. In my opinion, it's a tough matchup for him too. Yeah, you know? like Derrick Henry is there going to just ram him right up their ass all game? And so we talk about like game flow and stuff. I think you know Philly's dangerous, Hurts is dangerous, but I'm with you, man. Um, I'm with you. I, I mean, I. I really, which we'll talk about, I really like this KC-Cincinnati game, but I just find it tough if you're going to game stack it to play Mahomes with it. So I'm with you kind of up top. The The one guy I like up here is Fields a little bit. He practiced today. I don't Green think Bay's he, defense sucks. He he It does, Vinny, but he's coming off a grade two shoulder separation. It's non-throwing shoulder. A non-throwing shoulder, I get that, but... I don't think that they can run him as much as they have been. Yeah. Um, if it comes into a situation where, like, 
he's going to be like one or two percent owned come Sunday totally. morning. I'll, I'll I'll rip him into a lineup or two, but I mean, for two hundred dollars less, I would much rather just play Herbert against the absolutely terrible Raiders. Yeah, well, let's roll into that because I have Herbert on my list too. So why don't you touch on him? Yeah, I mean, you know, it looks like he's going to get Mike Williams back this week. But even if he doesn't, I mean, the Raiders are just absolutely—they're just bad, man. Like they, yeah. I was actually rooting for them to win last week, which, and I'm happy that they did, because um, it helps the Niners out quite a bit in the division. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, these are these are traditionally high-scoring games. Both both teams' defenses are not very good. Both teams' defenses are banged up. Um, you know, you got guys like Rock Yassin starting at, you know, slot corner for the Raiders. And it's just like, dude, like and the Chargers don't, don't have it a whole lot better either. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be, you know, the over-under of this game, I think, is, you know, one of the higher ones on the slate this week at around 50. Um, yeah. I think it gets over that pretty easy. And I also like this little – I don't know why – this ever makes a difference, but I do like that it's a little afternoon hammer game. Yeah. Uh, 425 start. Uh I just feel like, you know, it happened last week. My my afternoon stack came through and 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 really helped out. Mm-hmm. But again, um easy stack for me this week. I like the Everett stack because the Raiders, you know, it's just the golden rule. You play tight ends against the Raiders, Herbert, yeah. Eckler, Everett, and just kind of move on from there. Yep, I'm with you there. Uh, I have Herbert kind of at the top of my list as well in my top five. Um, going down a little bit, I mean, I, I kind of touched on it, but we saw this game shoot out last year when these two teams squared off, the, the Bengals and the Chiefs. Uh, both offenses are just fully capable of going nuclear on yeah. any given week, and you put them on the same field. Like, I mean, that's just dynamite, you know, like surrounding a, a gas station. So, um, I like the Jamar Chase, who's a li- limited participant today. They're not going to rush him back, right? If he's not good to go, like, what's another week, right? Yeah. So I, I actually like that it sounded like he could have played last week. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, if it was a playoffs, I think he might have played. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, he was, I think he's he was gonna limited go. today, you know, five consecutive sessions. Um He's yet to turn into full practice, um, but he's been limited five practices in a row. So he's practicing. Yeah. You know, I, I'm fine with that. Uh, I'm really, really interested in Burrow if he plays because he's he's just kind of what sparks that offense. Right. Yeah. He, you just have to respect him out there. And so, yeah. and if I'm going to play this game, which I'm going to absolutely, I'll take the price savings off of Mahomes down to Burrow. Um, yep. I'll play Chase and Higgins. And it's obviously the the very clear bring back with Kelsey, right? Yep. It's just so hard to guess with Mahomes on who's going to get it outside of Kelsey. Like um, you need whoever you stack them with to, to have that game. Right. So yeah, the Beng- Bengals don't have a great don't have a great uh, great run defense either. So I'm fine playing like Kelsey and Pacheco coming back. Yeah, um, I, I like that combination quite a bit. Yeah, um, there's a lot of different areas in this game. Hey, Hurst, you know, there's a lot of spots you could go mix in. Uh, but at the end of the day, like it's all going to leap through these two quarterbacks. So I'll take the yep. price savings with Burrow this week. So for sure. What about below that? Where Where are you looking? I don't know. What are you doing with old Mr. Cosby at 6,500? 
I will uh, be fading uh, <laughs> the, the massage parlor's favorite quarterback, uh, really? Deshaun Watson. I'm not going to play him. I I just I, I love Nick Chubb in this game, and I kind of have a hot take here. I, I I know they're dreadful, and they I texted you last weekend like, can we just dismantle this and start a new they're franchise? Really bad, but I do think Houston's defense plays like comes to play a little bit. I mean, this is a guy that like for, was the team leader, starting quarterback, and forced himself out of the building. Like, there's some guys that are probably pretty pissed off in that building at him. Um, you, think, you think uh, you think Goodell may have put a secret bounty out there? Could be a you know, secret put- bounty. Could be a, a couple extra hundred bucks in the back pocket of the ref in their rule book. You know, this week, like, I don't know. This game just has kind of like a weird letdown spot for Watson. You know, where maybe he doesn't bust, but I i mean, dude, the guy hasn't played in three years. Like, I just can't play him. <laughs> yeah, anybody anybody who, like, claims to know, like, I don't even know how people are projecting this guy and ranking him this week. I have like, no idea. I, and I, we talk about it. We like Amari Cooper. I can't play any of his weapons either. I don't know what we're going to see out of no, him. No, I mean, I'll play Amari Amari Cooper is the one person that I think that you can play outside of Chubb yeah. because he's the one guy who they'll just be like, hey, look, just throw it to Amari. Yeah. Like, I, we need to keep him happy. He's he's going to be a target volume monster anyway. I mean, I think you could do, like, even, like, a weird little stack like that. You could. Stack, like, Amari and Chubb. Yeah, and then nobody from the other side, obviously, and then just that'll be just kind of like a weird little stack that I don't think a lot of people will get to, but I think that's where the lion's share of volume of the offense. I think you're you're gaining about fifty five to sixty percent of the touchdown equity by just playing those two guys. Yeah, um, I'm just looking at the game logs. Like Houston's so dreadful, and they like just they just try to like kneel on the ball with Pierce. Like they don't in the first half. And it's almost like, I but mean, it's hard. It's, a, it's it's hard for teams to like blow them out because they play so slow and pathetic. I know, well, I you know. know? So I, I whatever. I mean, he's cheap enough. I'm just not going to do it. I, I yeah, I'm not going to do. It. I, I I really like Nick Chubb this week, which we'll talk about. So I I, I got to imagine if I were coaching this team, it's let Chubb carry this one and let Watson just like ease yeah. back into it. No pun intended. Um, you know, little massage oil and get things going. Here this week, so oh my god. Um, below Joe that down. though, I mean, I, I like your boy, man. T Law this week is the week. Um, dude, he, he's been playing really well. Um, ETN's kind of banged up and he gets a dreadful Detroit <laughs> defense in the dome. Sign me up, yeah. I mean, it sounded like which you know. ETN really fucked me last week, but I mean, they're clearly starting to think that they can try and make some sort of a sneak into the playoffs here. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what, and, they're pretty bad though. Don't they have like only four wins? Four. And I know, seven? but but I mean, dude, it, it is only week twelve or week thirteen. I know. I mean, you know, starting this week, there's six games, including this week, left. So like, nothing's out of the question. ETN's a young player. Right. Doug Peterson is not a shithead. Like Urban Meyer was, they just tell DTN out. He had a foot issue. It sounds like he's going to be okay. Yeah, it um, just sounded like they weren't going to push it like with him. So. I mean, the Ravens are so shitty. They're like, yeah, we don't, we don't need DTN to beat these guys. 
Yeah. Um, I'm looking so, now. Yeah, the Jags are not dead. You know, no, um, they're ab- so. they're absolutely not. So, and I mean, Doug Peterson is kind of one of those coaches that like that's why they brought him there, right? Right. Like, he's going to continue to fight the whole way. But yeah, I think you can't ignore what Trevor Lawrence is doing. He's for the first time showing, you know, game over game, week over week growth and really, really starting to improve, Um, you know, and he's, he's got solid weapons to go along with it. Right. Um, You could play Kirk, just him and Kirk. You could go back to Zay Jones, which I don't Mm -hmm. know if I love that this week because he is a little banged up. He practiced in a limited fashion this week, but I mean, he, he's going to be someone for me. Like you talk about the chalk for me, like, yeah, he's going to see where it's at. If he's going to get streamed up and be really chalky, like I'm perfectly fine going somewhere else. But if he's going to be lower owned, like I'll take shots on him for sure. Yeah. And then um, if he's, and if he's not in like, that's where like a, you can get me interested maybe in like a little Marv or mm-hmm. something like that. Right. But yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm a big fan. Uh, of T law. So going kind of moving on uh, zero interest in Aaron Rodgers. the guy might as well just retire at this point. Yeah. It really sucks because it was someone I looked at just because the bears may have the worst defense in the league. Um, they might. I just, I just can't do it, man. I, 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 it sucks because you got dubs coming back. You've got Christian Watson looks good. You've got Lazard, Aaron Jones, like he's all the makings are there. But Rodgers just isn't, man. No. He's just not. If they if they deactivate Rodgers, I will absolutely be playing some Jordan Love. Yeah. I think that's very, like, logical. Because the Bears are dreadful. The Bears are not good. <laughs> and Jordan, Jordan Love is, I mean, free, basically. Yeah. And if we think, so, you know, Fields can, you know, put up a fight here, right, and just yeah. run in a gun and, like, they're going to have to score some points. He's got so. really cheap, cheap – Stacking options you could do with Lazard and Watson, or you could just pick one of those guys and kind of go from there. Yeah, um, I think I think Dobbs being back kind of helps out that situation a little bit. Um, it, can, it can let Lazard run in the slot a little bit more, which he does play pretty well out of. Yeah, um, so he's a cheap QB, but I mean you can't ignore for the fact of where Jimmy G is priced at this week. I've got him on my list. I mean, you know, for somebody who's been very, very critical of Jimmy G over the last few years, over yeah. the last last game he didn't – he wasn't great, but he didn't have any of those big, horrible mistakes like we're used to him seeing. Yeah. In a, and in a game that's going to be an absolute track meet, I don't care about the 49ers' defensive statistics over the last few games. Yeah. This matchup for the 49ers is absolutely fucking terrible. Yep. They do not play well against small, quick, shifty players, and Miami has a shitload of them, yeah. right? You've got Jeff Wilson, who's obviously a really good back. You've got Raheem Mostert, who if he plays is very, very fast. Niners have a tough time with fast running backs. And got McCaffrey that's banged up a little bit. They're going to have to throw the ball quite a bit, I think, this this week. It's not something that they're going to want to do, but Miami's defense is just not very good. And, you know, if it's Christian McCaffrey, who's a little nicked up, you know, Jordan Mason and Tyrion Davis-Price back there running the ball, Yeah, I mean, 
they're just going to be forced to throw the ball. It's not going to be one of those games where it's like, oh, yeah, we can get by 13 to nothing. That's that's just not going to happen. Um, right. I really, really like the stacking options. My favorite stack, um, just because Debo is a little bit banged up, is going to be Jimmy with Ayuk and Kittle. Um, yeah. I think that that is going to be a very sneaky, very under-owned stack. It's pretty cheap. It allows you access to the premium players on Miami coming back. And, I mean, I might have like 30 to 40% Garoppolo this week. Yeah, I mean, if you really just look at it, just the numbers, right? I mean, Miami does – they have a top 10 defense when it comes to rushing yards per game they're allowing. With Eli Mitchell banged up, we know Kyle is hesitant to always lean on young young guys. So – this is going to be the Christian McCaffrey show, but I don't think it's going to be 25 carries between the tackles, right? Like they are going to use him, but it's going to be in the passing game. It's going to be a different way. So, yeah, I mean, all signs point to they're going to have to throw into your point. It's a bad matchup against Waddle and Tyreek, in my opinion, as well. Yeah. Uh, the Niners want to play downhill and forward and. Miami wants to play over the top and go, you know, hit the home run ball. It's not a good. So if they start breaking a few plays here and they push this pace up, Jimmy's going to have to throw the ball a lot. So but if, you go and, if, you, if you go and look at it too, it's not just throwing it deep. It's a lot of those like totally. quick, like 10 to like 14 yard slants and really quick passes that Tyreek, and Waddle are catching the ball while they're going top speed. Right. Like, I guess what, what I mean, like, like the Niners defense, if you think about it, they're they're very much like the Legion of Boom a couple years ago, Seattle. Like if they can play in front, like Hufanga can come downhill and like rally in yeah. front of him, he's fine. He's a good player. You ask him to go sideways and start running with guys, that's a it's major a, problem. A big fucking um, problem. So, yeah, I like it. Uh, I do like Ayuk a lot this week, especially Debo's didn't practice today. There's a good shot he does not play on Sunday. Yeah, um, I mean, look, the Niners are now in the kind of the driving seat uh, for the division. They haven't lost a division game. It would be nice for them to win this game, but in retrospect, if they if they do end up losing this game, it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things within the division. Yeah, it's not um, the end of the world. They're, they're not in the hunt to be, be the first or second seed. Um, so they're, I mean, I look, dude, I really wouldn't even be surprised if, if they sat McCaffrey this week. Well, he, he I, practiced today and he came out and said, he's, he's good to go. Like he feels great. I know that he said whatever, that, but, but like we'll see. with, with Mitchell going down, I mean, I don't know. I, it, it's a risk. It's a ball. It would be a ballsy call to make. Yeah, but I think he. It, yeah, I think he's gonna play. But I'm with you. If he gets banged up at all, if something happens, like I could see that. That's a fucking problem. But yeah, problem, I, so. I mean, I think Jimmy's a good play. Uh, going down here, I know I'll let you talk about your guy at 5400. Yeah, I'm going back to Mike White, uh, uh, dude. He was freaking. And again, take it with a grain of salt. He's playing Chicago. We just touched on that and how bad they are on defense, but he was just able to operate the offense. Like he just got the ball to Garrett Wilson. He just yeah. caught the ball to Elijah Moore. Like he didn't make glaring mistakes. He, you know, it wasn't, you know, uh, Josh Allen out there, but that's okay. And one of the biggest reasonings I have one, they're going in a dome. They're going inside to Minnesota and two, they're going to play this defense that just got shredded by that. Absolutely 
disgusting of a quarterback Mac Jones is. I mean, Mac Jones just lit this team up on know, Thursday, dude. on Thanksgiving. So, what did he throw for? Like three hundred and eighty yards on this team? Like three three eighty two. Okay. And so after watching that game tonight against the Bills defense, I mean, how could you not like be playing a ton of Mike White? It's just it, everything lines up, right? Like the weapons are good. They're fast. Uh, their running game's banged up, right? Like they're going to have to throw Minnesota's a, more of a pass funnel defense. Like yep. uh, everything lines up here for Mike White uh, to have another really good game. So, yeah, man, the team was super confident in him. I'm super confident in him. I, my only regret is I didn't have enough of him last week. So at that price point, it allows me to get some of the big backs that I want this week. So I'm going to have – quite a bit of this jet stack sweet yeah i don't really have anybody down further neither do i that um i just just for the game flow situation i would just rather play mike white over mariota this week um i think that i think that maybe golf against jacksonville is interesting but i think you can get access to that by just playing st brown I've just come to terms. I just can't play Jerry Goff anymore. Like, he, he <laughs> fucking sucks, dude. Um, he's, not, he's not that bad. He's not as bad as fucking Mac Jones, dude. No, he's not as bad as Mac Jones. He's not as bad as Mr. Unlimited. Like, but I'm just not going to do it. I'll just play Mike White. So. No Mr. Unlimited for you this week against a very bad Baltimore team? No, I'm off uh, officially. It, huh? Once I found out that, you know, a quarter of the team or whatever didn't come to his birthday or only came to his birthday party. I'm out. The 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 2022's Bo Callahan dude, is Russell Wilson. It's it's so dude. He is like living a movie right now. Like I feel dude, like they, he's maybe like making a documentary behind dude, the scenes. And... They both went. To, how wild would that be, dude? They both went to. They both went to Wisconsin. I'm telling <laughs> you, dude. He's just in full meltdown mode. It's unbelievable. The the craziest part is, like, I I didn't realize this earlier in the week. His big contract hasn't even started yet. Oh, Vinny, I was talking about it in one of my Twitter groups the other day. If they cut him after this year, you you know what the dead cap is? What is it, like 120 mil? 108 million dead cap. But honestly, like, if you're the Broncos, do you just do it? No. And just, like... Completely hit the reset button. Trade, go Madden. Trade your whole team. Get draft picks for the following year. Field a bunch of scrubs. I, I don't think so, Vinny. Get the I number one pick for Kate Caleb Williams the year after. All right, like, we've talked about Mister Unlimited enough. Like, too much. I just, yeah. All right, yeah. Enough of that. Real quick, we do have the holidays coming up. If you missed Black Friday, if you missed Cyber Monday, we have a deal. It's okay. Twenty percent off manscaped.com free shipping with the promo code zone 20 Jim stocking stuffers. That's what I'm planning to get it for this year. The whole I mean, family's look, getting little, uh, little gifts, little treats. So, so look, we, we kind of, we've talked about the reasons for, you know, last few podcasts and we just run down some of the things that we have now. Um, Platinum package has each product from the best selling performance package. Plus, the body wash, the shampoo, conditioner, ultra premium deodorant. They they now have migrated away from dealing with the crotchal regions to the entire body, right? So you've got deodorant, you've got body wash, you've got two-in-one shampoo. So now 
if you buy somebody, especially if you have a relative, you know, that travels for business a lot, just get them the platinum package 4.0. It's a yep. one-stop shop, serves it all. You get all Manscaped's great products, lawnmower 4.0, everything, plus all the new products as well. I mean, right? let's be honest. Jim, for the longest time, has been a main and tail guy. Even this has gotten him off and gotten him changing products to go to the best shampoo and conditioner out there. So take it for him. That's what it is. Uh, you know, look, there's, there's a, there's, they've even got a loofah, the brand new body buffer incredible body scrubber that makes exfoliating easy a lot cleaner than that old nasty loofah that's been sitting in the corner of your shower you know if you know ladies if you happen to be listening to this because i'm sure we got a lot of women out there who play fantasy football get this for your guy you know it's going to be nice um so again if you're a lady of the night and you just have random revolving door customers like have one on you you got a travel bag like it's all there for you yeah this is probably something that this gentleman does not have at home (laughs) let him get himself cleaned up before he leaves your presence right exactly buy a ton of it (laughs) buy a shitload of it 20 percent off free shipping with the code zone 20 it's 20 percent off free shipping at manscaped.com with zone 20 manscaped get your jingle balls ready for the holiday boom Running backs. Um, I'm going to be honest, man. Outside of Saquon Barkley, I'm going to be playing everyone Jacobs and above this week. Everybody. I, they're all in good spots. And I can make a case for all of them outside of Saquon on why they're the best play this week. Uh, I'm going to pass. I, I don't know if I'm going to get to a ton of Henry. I'll be honest. Okay. Uh, I, I just And I'm not going to be playing any Josh Jacobs. Um, do you it, just feel like that's chalk or do you feel like that's just tr- well, chasing it, or it's going to be chalk, but like, yeah. look, like he was having a pretty good game last game and then exploded a, a, one run just changed yeah. the entire slate. So I just have other players down further a little bit that I have a little bit more interest in um, okay. that, that I think can equal Jacob's output this week. Um, one guy we talked about earlier, uh, Eckler is probably my going to be my top play from up here. Um, if McCaffrey's active and he's playing, I will go back to McCaffrey and I will play a nice little full game stack with McCaffrey. Yeah. You know, and then one of IU can Kittle and then, you know, pick my quarterback and then the Miami side there. Um, yeah. I mean, I then, looked at. Eckler's numbers, just real quick. The guy has seen 12 targets or more in four of his last six games. It's like, how do you ignore that? So, you know, he's just tough to get away from. Mike Williams obviously throws a little bit of a wrench into that, but I'm with you. McCaffrey, Eckler up top for me. I I told you this, Nick Chubb might be my favorite. Uh, I don't know what his ownership looks like right now. He's always the forgotten guy. We talk about that every week. If he's not going to get steamed up here versus Houston. Um, I will have a lot of niche up this week. So it looks like early runs on the site I'm looking at right now uh, has Chubb at about 8%. Okay. That's just way too low versus one of the league's worst rushing defenses, Houston. So I mean, we made all the cases earlier. You're going to have, you have Deshaun Watson, the guy who hasn't played in two plus years. Yeah. You're not just going to go out and let him throw the ball. It's an easy, just, Hey man, hand the ball off to Nick. 
25 times, you know, yep. maybe we'll get you, maybe he finishes, you know, 16 of 19 for 200 yards and a touchdown. So I don't know, but yeah. I mean, Chubb is definitely going to get 20 plus carries this week. There's, there's no doubt about it. He, he, in my mind should absolutely be the highest owned running back this week. And I have no idea why he's not. I think so too. What if we drop down here? Let's say like under, you know, under that Jacob zone, like where, where are you kind of looking at the mid tier? So, so I, I, I've got a little bit of interest in Dalvin cook this week. Um, okay. The Jets are, they do have a good defense, right? Um, but I was kind of looking at some of the metrics Their Their past defense is, is really the strength. Now mm-hmm. I don't think that they're going to shut Jefferson down. You just don't, he's yeah. like Travis Kelsey, right? Yeah. He just it, you just don't shut that person down. But I think that they can limit him enough where, you know, I think that they're going to run the ball a little bit at home. Um, I know that I think that they are pretty self-aware and they understand that their defense is probably their biggest deficiency. Um, yeah. My only problem with it, man, is it's, he's 7,200. I know. It's just tough because there's some guys down here a little bit more. Um, I think that Kenneth Walker is probably going to get steamed up pretty good, uh, especially mm-hmm. if uh, – Aaron Donald gets announced that he's out. So, I mean, that's that's kind of where I'm going in that mid-range right there. But I've got some more interest to guys like starting ETN, mm-hmm. who I, I really like again this week. Yeah, um, I think he could have a field day this week. Um, I mean, the one guy that I'm kind of on the fence about is Aaron Jones. And I can't ever seem to get him right. Um, again, playing versus this putrid Chicago defense. It's all the makings and things line up. Even if, you know, Roger's probably going to play. He's going to be banged up. Like, everything lines up for Aaron Jones to have a good day. Yeah, but I mean. Oh, God. It is, it's a true 50-50 split. I know. It's tough. Um, so, like, you know, I, I think it's appealing. But for 6,900, if I could just get the other 50% and the guy who gets all the goal line touches, A.J. Dillon, for 5,600, like, that's yeah. probably where I would rather go in that game. I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, Monty is looking like we're going to have some chalk at 6,200 because of Green Bay's putrid defense, and everyone in primetime saw what happened. Um, I mean, I don't hate it, um, but I think that if all out of all the chalk this week, if like you were going to tell me I had to play – one guy over 20% it would probably be Monty. Yeah. Um, he, just because he's, I think the price, I think the price is pretty accurate too. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a good it's price a, for it's, him. So. It's a fair price. It's at a price where you can eat the chalk. And there's plenty of ways to get different elsewhere that I'm already seeing that I'm going to be different than most of the field. So he's a guy that I'm targeting that I'm not really worried about his ownership this week. He's a guy that I think is just going to like Chubb. Yeah. Um, I think if you start your lineups, Montgomery and Chubb, um, you're going to be off to a pretty successful start at the running back position. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I I want to play Damian Pierce, but I just I don't do know. It. I just don't know what Houston's doing. Um, I can't do it. I mean, no, I mean his carries are like declining every week now mm. for no apparent reason. Like, <clears throat> I would I'm, much yeah, rather not- play. Pacheco at fifty seven hundred. Yeah. Dylan at fifty six hundred. Yeah. And then Swift, who I get, he just keeps getting vultured. 
But he's like one of those guys where he's gonna have a spike week at some point. He can at least take one to the house, you know, yes. um, or catch a few balls. He's not I, he's not on my list just because he's not even really well, like a factor there right now. Well, so well, he, I mean, he is though. I mean, he's, he's getting five playing. carries a game. Like okay, but but a fifty six hundred. Yeah, the one interesting thing is he got eight targets last week, which was, you know, that he's was the, positive. He's, he's the passing down guy, but it's just tough. I mean, I'm, I'm I agree with you. I think Dylan and Pacheco are better plays than him for sure. But yeah. I have a little interest in the Zonovan Knight uh, down here for the Jets. I mean, do you really? Yeah, everybody for the Jets is banged up at running back. Um, I know Ty Johnson scored a touchdown last week, but. What's that? Is he even loaded into the player pool? Absolutely. He's loaded into the player pool. And they've come out and said, like, he's definitely earning himself a role. Like, James Robinson is completely, like, I don't even know why they traded for the guy. He was a a healthy scratch. That's what I mean. Like, he's just not even, like, there uh, at all. But, I mean, 14 carries last week for night, you know. Well, so you kind of skipped over a guy that, I mean, no one's going to play that I think is going to be – a good cheap play this week, which is Kyron Williams. Uh, for the Rams, I know it's disgusting. Cam Akers did not practice again today. It's two yeah. days in a row, he hasn't practiced. He's has, I think he's like sick or it's like an illness or I don't know what the hell's going on with him. But I mean, they they like this guy, Kyron Williams. Um, the I'm problem getting- I have with it is like they just have the worst offensive line in the game and in the league i'm sorry and they have no passing game with stafford that's fine i mean i mean seattle's got a terrible defense no i know but so how much like where is he at price wise 5200 so like my thought is like i would just play brian robinson or antonio gibson for like the same price who is at least getting me like double digit carries and like on a somewhat respectable team. Williams got 11 carries last week. I'm just if, telling you. If you want to play him, I'm not going to oh, talk I'm going to play him. I already have him in a lineup. I'm just not playing anybody from the Rams. I just think they're just a disgusting puddle of puke laying on the sidewalk he, right now. I think he's the only viable player that you could think about playing from the Rams. Like, I think Houston gives them a run for their money if they play this week. That's how bad the Rams are. <laughs> Yeah, that's saying something. Uh, um, I don't really yeah. have anybody else down here. I, I mean, my strategy is gonna be pretty clear this week. Like we talked about it, I love ETN and Monty, and then the guys in the 8K range. Um, I'm gonna try to be there as much as I can and get different elsewhere as yeah, well. It's, e- it's ETN, Monty, Chubb, and Eckler are probably my top four plays. With I mean, I'm pretty gross i am gonna play some kyron williams um i could really regret that but we'll see. I th- yeah I-, I think see i think mccaffrey's my favorite here i think they're gonna need him this week and uh i heard an interesting thing on a podcast that someone made a really good point just that you know they took him out of like football purgatory like i think he wants to be out there and get a win like help contribute sure. and get this win for these guys Fair so enough. Um, but yeah, moving on to receivers outside of the, some of the stacks we talked about, who are some one-off guys? I mean, um, I, that you're I don't at? know if we need to talk about the top three. We understand that those are all premium plays. Yeah. Um, I agree. some one-offs outside of the stacks. I mean, Amon, Bra- Amon Ra is, is a guy that I think 
whether you're playing a, a Detroit game stack, I think he's somebody you have to prioritize rostering. Um, yeah. The type of explosive player that he is and the fact that they look to try and get him the ball quite a bit um, mm-hmm. is something that is attractive to me. Um, I think Ayuk, again, if you're, if you're not willing to play a Jimmy stack, it's okay. It's not for everybody. Um, I think Brandon Ayuk is one guy you need to prioritize getting into your lineup this week. I, I don't know. I know the volume hasn't been there, but at 6,100, he's he's getting the key targets and the red zone targets that you're looking for. Yeah. And at 3%, I mean, all he needs is a couple more catches in a game, and he's up to 25 and, you know, 28. And, you know, there's your – there's your four X right there. So yeah, those are the kind of guys 6,000 and above that, that I'm looking at. Is there anybody that I missed that you were keen on in there? I, I yeah. guess Cooper. Yeah. You like Cooper. You always do. I mean, for me, I'm going to try to get as much AJ Brown as I can in a revenge game here versus Tennessee. Um, huh. Interesting. I, I think this could be, you know, I, I, we talked about the stacks. Those are a little bit tough. They're expensive. But I think A.J. Brown could have a okay. monster day here. Um, hmm. That's one I really hadn't thought about. Just so. shove it back in his team's face, you know. And, it, it, you know, he may not get the 14 targets or something. But those ones he does get, I think he's going to be uh, he's going to be with a little bit more juice on Sunday. Uh, rightfully so. So. AJ Brown for me up top is probably my favorite outside of those top three guys. It's one that I that I just you really hadn't thought about, so I'm glad you kind of brought that up. Revenge game. Um, let's see. Yeah, I mean Pickens, I like a lot at 5100. Yeah. He's yeah. just very involved. Like it's very clear he's just the dude there yeah. for Kenny Pickett. Um, yep. We talked, you know. The, the funny thing uh, that was going viral about uh, him wearing gloves and the extra protection this week. <laughs> Freaking awesome. Uh, so he's he's being safe out there, which I like, uh, you know, take lesson kids. Um, I think, I think one guy that if you're just looking around down here, um, if you do think that the jets are going to prioritize shutting down Jefferson, I mean, why aren't you playing Adam Thielen all over the place? I agree. I he's think that's healthy. a good spot. He's healthy again. Uh, you know, he. a lot of people shied away from him. I played him in my Kirk stacks um, on Thanksgiving, and it, that that worked out quite well for me. Um, yeah. And he's healthy again. He's $5,000. Yeah, price is right for sure. Um, it's just like, uh, how is he priced $4,900 less? So, Damn good question. The other receiver. I mean, he's, I get it. He's not Justin Jefferson. He shouldn't be priced like Justin Jefferson. But I mean, for $5,000, you can fit him into lineups as one offs. And that's a, that's a good way to get exposure to that game. Yeah, for sure. Um, tough matchup, I know. But Traylon Burks is very clearly receiver one in Tennessee now. He's really all they got. Yeah. Um, so at forty six hundred, you know, you're not asking him to obviously break the slate, but I think he's a guy that you can pay down for and feel pretty comfortable. I, I about. also, I also don't hate uh, Drake London at forty seven hundred. Um, yeah, I, mean, I know Pittsburgh. De- Pittsburgh's defense just isn't very good, and he's the type of athlete that at some point he's going to have one of those big explosion games. Yeah, it's not like he's not producing right now. 
um, he's getting all of the end zone and goal line work that, that you're really looking for. Yeah. And he's, he's their number one wide receiver. How are we going to ignore playing a number one wide receiver at 4,700? And nobody's going to, because right now, I mean, unless something drastically changes, he's, he's at 3%. Yep. Um, you know? Yeah, yeah I agree. Uh, are you playing a little Mac daddy this week? Yeah, it'll be an easy run back in my uh, in my charter stacks. That'll I mean, he's probably getting the, be. He's getting the targets. Yeah, I know Joey hates him. Um, I, I don't think he's a very good football player overall, but the, I think this game is going to be a shootout, and I think that you know they're going to prioritize taking trying to take away Devontae Adams as much as possible, and you know Matt Collins is going to be the main beneficiary of that, especially since Darren Waller has been out. Yeah, you know, Foster Moreau's gotten some run, but a lot of those targets and a lot of that volume's just gone to Mac Holland. So, yeah. he's priced up a little bit. I liked him closer to four thousand. You know, it it is what it is. Yep. Um, if we go down a little bit more, dumpster diving. My favorite. My favorite part of the podcast. Sorry, it's to get a little ugly down here. All right, Except I'm gonna for, throw. Oh, go ahead. If you got a guy, you feel good about. Well, you talked about it before the podcast. Elijah Moore at thirty seven hundred yeah. at one percent. Like, even if you're not playing that stack, I, I don't understand. You know, like people aren't going to play him. They thought that that touchdown was just a fluke last week. Like, no, he's actually getting the volume from a quarterback who can throw the ball and isn't thinking about you know the milf that's laying on his bed for him when he gets home and you know in Brooklyn <laughs> or wherever the hell he lives. Right. So, yeah. I mean. He's playing a lot, like in in the slot, like yeah. Oh, we, we talked about the, the whole game and how much we like that. Another guy, if you're gonna do it, he's pretty much the only show in town now. Uh, is Chase Claypool? That sounds really oh gross, God, I know, dude. But he's 3,800. If you're gonna play uh, Chicago, or if you're gonna play Justin Fields, like there's not much else there. It, it's seen Green Bay get eviscerated this year. So. I mean, they were actively, even before Mooney got hurt last week, they were actively trying to force the ball into him, too. So yeah. five targets last week. He hasn't really done much, obviously, since he's been traded there, but I eventually mean, he's going to. He's not a it, bad football player. I mean, it sounds really gross, but you could play London, uh, Claypool, London. Drake London, mm-hmm. Chase Claypool, and Elijah Moore. <laughs> No, let's let's not go too gross. Let's go Thielen. Yeah, there you go. Just Thielen at wide receiver. So if you play those three guys at receiver, you have an average of six six thousand dollars per player. Yeah, I'm just trying to look at it here. You plug in the Steelers defense at twenty six hundred. You've got sixty. You've almost got sixty eight hundred dollars per player. That gives you access to basically whoever else you want. So if you want to play Chubb and then Monty, well, maybe we don't play Monty with Claypool. I'm just literally who's live a, building a lineup. Who's, right a, now. who's another guy that we like uh, from in that lower range? Etn. So you can fit in if you play Claypool, Elijah Moore, and Thielen as your three receivers. You can play Mike White. And you can get McCaffrey, Eckler, and Chubb easily into a lineup. 
Jesus Christ. It's it's very doable, is what I'm saying. So you don't have to go quite that disgusting if you want like an ETN instead of Chubb or whatever. But like you can get all three of these big dog running backs I mean, it's pretty, and just it's pretty wild. So it's very possible, and they may just lock this freaking thing in because this looks pretty sweet, to be honest. Dude, uh, there's some. I've got I've got one built right now that's Chubb Swift. I know you're not a fan, but Claypool, London, Thielen, Kittle at tight end, and Steelers. And I've got seventy six fifty left for my flex and QB. Amazing. I can play Mahomes, and oh, can't quite get to Kel- Kelsey seventy nine hundred. I know, on, dude. He's dude. so expensive, but he's so freaking. But good. but the point is, is that like there's guys down here five thousand dollars and below that are either number ones on their team or high volume number twos that like are going to produce this week in games that are, I know it's kind of gross, but like you just have to understand like they're going to get the volume. I agree, man. It's very possible. There's a lot, there's some decent pay down options this week. I mean, and, it, and then it's gross, if, but like so in that same game, a guy who's gotten targets and and produced this year for the Bears is Economia St. Brown, right? And he's only thirty two hundred. Now we're getting into really really dirty territory, but I can't not talk about Sky Moore. Yeah, yeah, I like that call. I wasn't really looking at him either. Thirty one hundred. I yeah. mean, Tony's banged up. You know, MVS isn't doing anything. He has not done anything. In a game that if we think that there's going to be a good shootout and you want to stack Mahomes with Kelsey, this is a perfect guy to throw in that stack and it makes it palatable to have a three-man stack. Yep, absolutely. So. Um, Tight ends. That's a rough one in here in these streets. Um, Obviously, we don't need to speak about Kelsey up top. Clearing away the best play. Uh, in the position group, I don't know what's up with Mark Andrews, man. He's probably still a little banged up, but he really screwed me last week, dropped by that touchdown. I mean, he just uh, flat dropped it. I mean, it and it's not even Mark, Mark Andrews, really. Like, something's off with Baltimore uh, and that whole offense. We, we talked about Lamar last week or the week before. Yeah. Like, he just isn't doing it. I don't know what's yeah. going on, but I'm not going to pay a premium for, like, a broken – thing it's kind of the aaron jones thing i was talking about you know it's just something's off like if mark andrews torches me so be it you know whatever um but what about below that you, you mentioned kittle um, yeah i mean i think I if think, debo misses he's becomes a very good play well i think that they've they have understood that in order to stretch the field the middle of the field specifically mm-hmm. to open it up for mccaffrey a little bit that they have to get kittle involved in the passing game yeah. Um, you know, the Niners still have a fucking turnstile at right tackle. That's probably not likely to change, but um for five thousand he shouldn't be five thousand. Uh he should at least be above TJ Hawkinson. Um I get that he hasn't consistently produced, but outside of Kelsey and Andrews, he's the highest ceiling tight end on the whole slate. Um so Definitely like him. We talked about Gerald Everett. Uh, you know, that's the old adage. Just play the tight ends against um, against against the Raiders. You can do that just fine. Um, and then I, Fryermuth looks pretty mm-hmm. good against Pittsburgh. But I mean, I don't. I just don't know how how if that game shoots out. I mean, and and we like Fryermuth and we like 
Pickens, do we do we have to consider playing a picket stack? Uh, so I like Kenny Pickett. I actually think he's not that bad, and he's getting better. Um, but I think he's kind of like the the Taylor Heineke thing that we talked about. Like, I think he's a better real life quarterback than he is fantasy at this point. I mean, just look at like. I think that's his, probably fair. His point totals and DraftKings are like he's averaging thirteen points a game. Like it's, I just I can't win a tournament with thirteen points from the quarterback position. It's really bad. It's really so, bad. So, but yeah, but like, I, I think you can take uh, you know secondary pieces. I like Fryermuth as well. I mean, if if Atlanta has one decent piece to their defense, it is their rushing defense. Yeah, I mean, they shut the Niners down. Um, they are playing at home, um, which I think really gives them a boost. And I think it gives guys like Pickett, um, two Pickens, that little connection there just kind of, uh, really accentuates and, and, and brings out the explosiveness of a guy like George Pickens. Right. So, I mean, it, it's not one that I came into the podcast thinking about, but we start to talk through it a little bit and the guys that we like, if we like both of these guys, I mean, I might have to play it in one. Yeah. I'd have to. Don't forget Pickens. You know, I know he's from Alabama originally, but went to school not too far from where they're going to be playing on Sunday and just won a natty in, a, in this stadium a couple months back. So the return to Georgia, uh, kind of an interesting spot for him to show out. This just coming, yeah. He might Stick be. It. Might be a good spot. Veering back to tight ends here. I think we, we didn't mention TJ Hawkinson. He's been really good for Minnesota. Um, but uh, one guy I do have some interest in, I talked actually, I mentioned earlier, I don't really have a lot of interest in the Browns. David Njoku is interesting to me. Um, I could see them just getting some easy passes to him. Uh, but yeah, tight ends, tight ends tough, man. It's I mean. ugly. I think, like, if you're not going to go to one of these top guys, like, there's options low, like Foster Moreau, Conklin, even Austin Hooper's playing, like, a Con- little better. Conklin, Conklin's been fine every week. Yeah, he's been fine. But, like, even Austin Hooper's getting, like, four to six targets a game. Like, dude, if you can get 10 from Hooper at 3K, I mean, but go I'm look fine at, about that. I mean, just go look at the production from Conklin, though. I mean, he's not a sexy name whatsoever but you know he's had a 25 point spike week totally yeah i'm just saying like that's what i mean like you can just go down here you're gonna roll the dice with most of these guys anyway like you may as well save a thousand or fifteen hundred and just play hooper conklin and he's he's projected about two points over his season average um in a game that you know in a game environment that we really like yeah um I, I, he's my favorite play from down here. Uh, outside of him, I got nothing. There's two. Well, I just don't think that we need to because there's so much value at uh, wide receiver mm-hmm. and some of the running backs that we like that it's just not something I really need to go do this week. Yeah, I agree. Defenses, give me, uh, give me like one in the mid, one down low that you're gonna throw some darts at. Is there anybody in the dumpster that you like? <sighs> I mean, it's hard to ignore the Broncos at 2,400 against a guy like Lamar who's going to give you the ball. Um, Mm -hmm. It's not going to be like a – I don't know. You know, they may get a pick six in there. I mean, the only two 
defenses I really have any interest in playing this week are the Broncos at 2,400 and the Steelers at 26. Yep, I have the Steelers here. Um, that, I mean, that's it. Anything else? I mean, you I'm gonna maybe... I'm gonna take some. I'm taking some shots on Houston at 2,300. Again, we don't know what we're gonna see out of Deshaun Watson, Jim. Like this guy literally could come out and throw multiple pick sixes. Like he has not played a game in three years. Outside of the Bengals, though, Vinny, that's the one team under 3,000 that is legitimate in jeopardy of getting you negative points this week. I'll play. Like, if Chubb runs for 300 yards and four touchdowns, like, they're going to have negative points. Okay, let me – I'm just I just looked at it because I wanted to confirm before I said it. They have not gotten negative points at all this year. I understand that, but if we think that we're going to – that Chubb is going to run the ball as much as he's going to run, and they're not going to let – Watson throw the ball. I mean, that's. I mean, we want teams in games that the quarterbacks are going to be throwing the ball. I get it. I mean, Miami last week <laughs> destroyed these guys, and they still put up seven points. They had five sacks. Like the defense plays hard. The offense Vinny, has Vinny, no Vinny, one. Vinny, the third stringers are playing for Miami midway through the third quarter. <laughs> Come on, stop hating on my play. I'm playing a little Houston D. But I'm just saying, for a hundred dollars more, you could play the Broncos, who are actually a good defense and have actual good players on that team. That's fair. Okay. I mean, um, I mean that's my only thing. That's fair. I have a I, I have a little interest at the Niners at thirty one hundred. They're just I, too cheap for how good they are. I know they could. This game could turn into a seventy point shootout, but I still think there's an opportunity, even in that game script. For them to pick two off, to sack two a few times, like cause a few fumbles, like they're too good for that price point. You're not wrong. I'm just not going to get there this week. Okay, personally. that's fair. But I'm with you. I think the Steelers at 2600 are probably my favorite. So yeah, I mean, and I I just really don't care this week. Like either them, and if they're going to get really steamed up, I'll just play the Broncos at 2400 and, and just kind of go from there. Right. Yeah. All right, top three stacks. Lay it out for me. Who you got? My top three stacks are going to be – which ones do I like the best? Um, I'll leave the one that I know that you love to you. Uh, we'll say Chargers are my number one stack um, just because – and part of the reason why they're in my number one is I like the run back options on the other side. Okay. Number two are going to be the Niners. Um, same reasons. Fairly cheap, high volume players outside of McCaffrey. Um, great run back, elite run back options on the other side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, I think that after we've talked through it, um, I don't know. That can't be one of my three favorites. I'll say Jacksonville uh, is my third favorite. What about you? All right, I'll just say it. Jets, I think. I knew you were going to say it. They're, so they're going to be in my top three. I can't believe I'm rolling with that. Uh, Jets, Jags, <laughs> Bengals are my top three favorites. Yeah, Beng- Bengals are for sure. Bengals will be in my top three if I get confirmation that Jamar is going to play. Yeah, I think if that's If he is big. going to play, then I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, but those other two you mentioned, Chargers and Niners, I definitely have interest in, along with some Bears. All right, so who, is, my who, is, who is your red zone DFS crop preserver, ball toner, bold call of the week? 
AJ Brown makes Tennessee pay for that trade in a bad way. I'm calling 150 and two from AJ on Sunday. Okay. Okay. I will say that George Pickens scores 25 or more uh, this weekend and just absolutely lights up the Falcons. <laughs> I like that. He's, it's very possible. I mean, tiny hands pick it with the gloves and all, being safe down in uh, hot Atlanta. I'll give you a secondary uh, uh, hot take if that one wasn't hot enough for you. I think Swift Swift goes over 20 this week. Good God. All right. I I hope I'm wrong. I'm not not taking that bait. You're not going to bait me into playing them. Uh, I'll let you have the success. And uh, that's That's pretty much it. I think that does it. I'll count my Swift money all the way to the bank, baby. (laughs) I love it. All right. I think that pretty much does it. Again, Joe, congrats. Hopefully you listen to this and uh, you win some money this week uh, since I'm sure you're not. Well, maybe you are doing quite a bit of research right now because you're not doing anything in the hospital. But outside of that, hopefully you guys enjoyed this. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Thumbs up. Drop us a comment. Follow us on social media. And until next time. Oh, yeah. Also, don't forget Manscaped.com. Red Zone. or Sorry. Zone 20. And let's win some money.